This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? So let's do a, an end of November review. Uh, we played four matches oh. in November, none of which I can remember. I'm thinking, who did we play in November? Bristol City away, I remember, but that's about it. So let's go to the first match, which was Peter. Which was on an evening, and it was away in the uh, in the capital of Wales, oh. Cardiff City. Yes. Cardiff City. Uh, home of the Bluebirds, once played in red for no apparent reason other than the, the whims of uh, Vincent Tan, their owner. But, uh, yeah, we went down there. It didn't start off that particularly brilliantly because we went to goal behind. But a monumental thing or things happened in this game. We scored from set pieces. Oh, yes. Plural. Yes. It was an interesting game because I thought Cardiff actually did enough to deserve something out of the game. We did a, a preview of it. And one of the lads was, uh, his name was Philogene Bidace. Which we which we called out as being a particularly stupid name, therefore one to look out for. Mm. And uh, for some reason, probably the law of averages, we were inadvertently correct, and he was excellent and caused us no end of problems. Um, but in the end, it was uh, it, it was goals from Sierra Alter at a set piece, and then also Ishmael Assar scored with his head from a set piece. Yeah, that was the one that he didn't know very much about, though, isn't it? I don't care. I knew a lot about <laughs> it. Hit him. It hit him. <laughs> It hit him, yeah. I don't think yeah, he hit yeah, it. Yeah. It no, hit no, him. No, no, it hit him. Yeah. But I, I, when you're when you're in the position that we're in, you'll take them anywhere oh, they come. Absolutely, yeah. You didn't go to that one, did you? You you avoided that one. I didn't. No, no. Mid midweek in Wales is not something that um, I would want to do or, mm. or or care to do. So I, I chose both of those options. Principality. <laughs> well, if you remember the day before that, I'd had my COVID jab and I had a bit of a dodgy reaction. Oh, you went all um, you went all funny on us, didn't you? you I, went yeah, for the, first, 
first time ever I've been described as that. I can tell you that much. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was basically just about able to kind of watch the game. So when uh, when Sar scored with his head, I didn't know whether it was a uh, you know kind of an excellent thing or simply a fever dream going on. Mm. But fortunately, fortunately, we came away. We got the result, and I think that was the first example of us showing a little bit more resilience under under Bilic. Mm. And what I mean by you know kind of resilience was it wasn't a Luton game where we played people off the park, but we kind of fought our way back in. We got set pieces. We won ugly, for want of a better phrase. And that was a good thing. Well, to come from behind as well, that, that seemed to show some metal that we hadn't shown very much of previously. Yeah. So I think I think we had to actually look up the last time that happened, didn't we? Mm. If I recall. And, and, we, and we got it wrong. Yeah, it was in fact <laughs> yeah. Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, because... It was Middlesbrough, yeah, because it was. I think everybody said, "No, we've never come behind from behind this season, or for the last couple of years, maybe." Even somebody said, and then I went, what? "Yeah, against Middlesbrough, uh, black and white stripy kit at home." Yes, it was indeed. Yeah, was and, indeed. Of course, and, of, and of course, one does hope that there is a lucky omen in that, in that going behind to Cardiff at Cardiff and then pulling it back and winning two one was exactly what we did. Down, down there in in the promotion season. Um, if you if you recall, uh, Chalabar had a wonderful footwork on the edge of the box, pulled it onto his right and buried it to pull us back into the game. And then in the last minute of the game, back in 2019, 2020, during the COVID um, epidemic, so everybody was watching this at home. Adam Messina put it in. So I mean, oh, yes. you know, in the night in the ninetieth minute, and everybody went spare. Mm. Less, less. Um, Less hectic than that, I would suggest, in terms of the celebrations, but just as important to get down there and, and come away with something. Very good. Very good. What was the next match in November then? Remind me. Well, oh, I, next... I know this one. Oh, no, go I, on. I know on. this one. Oh, yes. This is the one. Yes. It might have been <laughs> Coventry at home, mightn't it? Yes. It's Blue Cheese Day, of course. Yes. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was the day of the sky and indeed cheese blues. We, we went up and had a wonderful chat with uh, with, with, with Anne Swanson and, uh, and and Brian made me a cup of tea. Still no saucer, just saying. At, uh, at the Cornerstone Church. I mean, here he is, a man doing lots of work for charity and I'm sitting there haranguing him for a saucer that I don't even really want. I think this is important to carry on. Um, so that was a nice day for us. But instead of joining us, of course, Carl, you and Mr Leboff. Well, we went on the piss, basically. Mm. Um, yeah, we were. We, we, yeah, exactly, and we we succeeded in that. Unlike the football team, yeah, a, a great day. We went up to uh, to try out the the lounge, which was excellent. Food was great, cheese not so good, and the football was turgid. I can't even say it. Turgid, turgid, awful, awful day of football. The result yeah, was we lost one nil, wasn't it? Uh, that match. Yes. Yeah, yes. we were poor though. We were very we, poor. We were poor, and they were. It's wrong to say unexpectedly good because they've had a good turn since then. Mm. Um, and and their their lad, um, oh crikey, I can't even remember his name now. Uh, was was absolutely electric up front and gave. Uh, oh, it's gave, the the Greek sounding name. Was it? The Greek sounding name was it? Is that the guy? No, I'll, I'll, I'll remember it in a minute. He's actually Swedish, I think, from memory. Uh, there you go. Djokovic. Gajakas was... or something? Gajakas. Yes, yes, that's it. I, I could pronounce it in and around the time, and it, it's gone now. It's it's probably never to return unless we sign him. Just, you know, <laughs> we, we'll talk about signing people in a bit, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, he he was excellent, and he gave he gave the back line a torrid time. We didn't really function. We didn't really hold the ball up. Everything went a little bit crap. Um, it was suggested on Twitter earlier on that that we came up with blue cheese to distract everybody away from the miserable football. Oh, oh, I were, oh, I were to wish that we could invent such things. Exactly what we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, as I remember rightly, it was sort of a a drunken interjection on a Twitter space. 
rather than anything deliberate, yes. but it, it worked. You the, know, we, it we milked yes, it for it all did. it's worth, if you'll excuse the dairy pun. Um, you, yes. you excuse it that. Left, Thank you very much. a bad taste in the mouth, etc., etc. <laughs> et et and let's face it, we did, we did oh, milk it brilliant. over several days, which is quite fun, yes. nonetheless. But yeah, commentary very, very disappointing on the Saturday. On the following Wednesday, we were at home to what I can only describe as Paul Ince's Reading. I can't just call them Reading. I have to call them Paul Ince's <laughs> because he's they were so shite. It was frightening. Mm. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, Reading, in fairness to them, have had some shit teams in the past but this one is really mm. oh my I god take it, I take it, it. can I take it you haven't bought tickets for the FA Cup third round and have no intention of doing so Peter uh, your dislike I for ha- Reading running so deep as it does my, my, my concern about the the FA Cup game is how seriously we take it, how seriously they take it, because it's just a question of nobody wants to go along and see a repeat of the MK Dons team where we put out a, a slackers 11 who don't really kind of put in a shift and, you know, nobody really cares about it because it's quite close by. Yeah, fair enough. Go at the Medeski, watch the game. Fine, no problem. But I want to see a proper game because at the end of the Reading game, if you recall, uh, callers into the, uh, into the Twitter spaces were ringing in just to cheer me up. Because I was just so, so upset at the game where we won it 2-0. But both teams seemed to just want to go from the halfway line to the other side of the halfway line and back again. I was like, hang on, Mm. aren't you supposed to attack the goals at some point? Um, And Pedro, you know, with a couple of moments, you know, kind of of settled the game with the two moments of class in the game. I, I, I just need to see teams prepare to attack each other and have a go at one another. That's football. Without that, what's the point? What's the point of turning up at Vicarage Road on a Wednesday night, Paul Ince, and just going, we'll sit here for nil-nil. Well, yeah. the problem is you're already one nil down, Paul. Perhaps you might want to tactically change your approach, you twat. <laughs> Have we now found our penalty taker, though, in, in Shell Pedro, yes. do you think? Yes, yeah. without a doubt. I so, mean, you've probably cursed him now you've said that. But, probably. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean... So, I, our next penalty. As we record this. Yeah. yeah. No, but as we record this, um, Saar is scoring penalties in the World Cup. Yeah, but... Go on, but. Go on. He's missed the last three penalties. Is this a retroactive curse that you're talking about? He's already been shit for us from the spot, from, you know, three times. I mean, who... West Brom has not yet reached the fucking goal line, for crying out loud. I mean, he scores <laughs> from 65 yards and can barely get to 12 yards. When he, oh. I'm not a fan. I, I'm not a fan of these don't-look-walk-up-casually-tap-it-in penalties. You no. need to blast it. You need to whack it. You can't do this sort of... I don't like Penenkas or any of these sort of variations on no, penalties. No, no, not on a penalty situation because it's... And there, there, there are plenty of um, YouTube videos of them going pear-shaped where they try to chip the keeper and so forth and they just stood still yeah. and just caught it with one hand. It's um, The best that... one I've ever seen is, is, is where it hits the bar in a penalty shootout. I can't remember what game it was. I think it, it's in South America. It hits the bar. The goalkeeper goes off to celebrate that he's won, but it doesn't go out of play. It just goes up in oh. the air, comes down, and, and the spin takes tri- it in. And, and, and the spin takes it in. Oh dear! Whoops. Is that is that how you kind of make your life decisions now? Whether or not I look a dick on uh, on YouTube? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Why not? Why well, you? I'm no, on YouTube. The night is young. Go, go and have decisions. a look at the vlog for the last three months and see if you can find the irony <laughs> somewhere near Blackpool. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm well loved and respected in Blackpool. Yeah, I love you now. Yeah, you've chosen a different name next time you go up there, have you? A pseudonym. Pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's this James Carlos? Don't worry about that. That's fine. Can I, can I just say this is how interesting the Reading game was? Yeah. that we started yes. talking about. Yeah, South I mean, if, if we sat here in silence, the bar. 
It'll be better. Yeah, it'll be better. Yeah. It was a dreadful game. It was almost as bad as one of our preview games when nobody turns up. We start talking about Bristol Rovers' old ground. Yeah. Um, Exactly. Yeah. So, and the final game, the final game, which was on the 12th, was in. Not was at Bristol Rovers on a rivals ground, Ashton Gate, which you enjoyed, didn't you? You liked the fan zone, but other than that, it was a bit of a shite day. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terror again, crap <laughs> um, <laughs> on, on the football pitch. Um, but yeah, the day out was excellent. I, uh, Bristol was a as a as a as a town. Well, what I saw at Bristol, I'm sure there's there's bit was, was excellent. Um, as you've just mentioned there. For an away fan, it's very Americanized outside the stadium. It's all all the bars and, and food eateries are all lined up around the sta- around the stadium outside. So you're all sort of mingling in the, in the away section. There's a little bit as well. So yeah, I was really impressed with that. That's interesting though, because obviously being being football fans and hating hating change and loving tradition, etc. And you say there the 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 word americanized which is always kind mm. of you know brings out the crucifixes and stuff you know it but you like you liked a bit of that that was good yeah but if i can put if i can put that into perspective just very quickly the americans are good at one thing in my opinion and that is food they do not fuck up where food's concerned if you order a burger in america or, or a main meal in america it's a proper main meal you're not going you're not going to go hungry for many 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 days america beer not so good they 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 don't really understand beer. In, in terms of putting on a putting says, on a culinary says Mr. device, disco piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in terms of thank you, Peter. In Hold terms on, we of had, that, we just had the Real Ale Society on the yeah. phone. They say oh, fuck off fucking, with bells on brown <laughs> fucking lager shit. top. You say lager why would you top? want to drink something that makes you shit? Well, why don't drink so to, much of it. Why and, would and you what, want to do that to yourself? What are you drinking? I mean, there's some well, lovely your brown, your brown beer that sits have you, on a, Okay, but have you ever had a really good wheat beer? Like an Erdinger. No, I don't drink. No, there's no such thing as a really good wheat beer. There is Erdinger. Doesn't exist. Is it does. Anything that makes you poo like that should be served out of a But chemist. Erdinger doesn't Not make in a pub. You... No, no, no. Go, go to a, get a really good draft Erdinger. It's just the best beer in the world. Erdinger. It's actually, yeah, German. That's how, that's, uh, yeah. The Ger- yeah they, they used again, to be... Uh, do great beer, but they, not. They do. They used to be... Let's uh, cut off topic now. Let's can talk I, about other can things. I, no, can I just <laughs> say now something? I've just slagged the Americans off for beer. He's drinking a Budweiser. There you go. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you just you bought that. Yeah, times, are, times are hard, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Times yeah. are hard. Yeah, apparently a lorry load of those were shipped from Qatar last week, weren't they? So that's yes. <laughs> They're cheap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Other beers don't are available. Start me on the World Cup again. <laughs> no, don't. Let's not start him on the World Cup. Geico asks, "How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?" Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. So that was it. That was that was November. I think I think December's going to be an even shorter end-of-month review, isn't it? Because um, how many games have we got ah, in December? Three, ah, four again? Well, well, we have a couple of things to cover and talk about this because November, yes, obviously it's for the men's team. That is a huge thing. But there are other teams at Watford, oh. including, of course, the women's team. Yes. Who, were, who I dragged you both along kicking and screaming and both of you having the attention kind of span of the average housefly started talking about <laughs> fucking 3G masks and, and birds at one point on yeah. the 3G masks. I mean, that goes to show you how far they couldn't even stay on the 3G masks. <laughs> 
Well, and unfortunately, unfortunately, the women lost that, but they have had a spectacular November, albeit last week being being rained off, and uh, and and fair play to them. Fair play to them. They had a, had a very good November. That game was really unfortunate because it means that we're second in the league behind uh, Oxford United. We've got a game in hand, but we're two points behind them now. Very nip and tuck. So when we end up playing them, that will be something. But of course, we've also, having gone along, made a commitment to uh, to go along and commentate on the game that was going to be hashtag United this coming Sunday on the uh, whatever we are fourth isn't it we'll fourth the of fourth, December yeah. fourth yeah. yeah so we're going to go look, go away and commentate and as you can imagine this is how bad we sound when we're edited imagine what it's like when we're live well I think the uh, the onus is the onus is very much on you Peter to make it interesting that's the problem you're the commentator oh, yeah. we no, just... pre- the press is really on you I'm making it factual you will make it interesting by going around and talking to the to the good burgers of Watford lady supporters and indeed Crawley Wasps supporters Crawley Wasps are the team that we're now playing because the Fixture's been rearranged because of various strange things that they do with the cups there. So that we've got the second round of this particular cup against Crawley Wasps. And the winners travel away the following week to Crystal Palace, which is why there's been some swapping around. Now, Crawley Wasps, we have already played this season because they sit in our division at the moment. We played them away back in um, uh, October, 11th October. And we played away to them and we beat them 4-0. But Crawley have not been going very well in the league. They've basically drawn three games and they've lost everything else. So they're really going badly. But their last five games, because they've had three cup games, they've won all their three cup games, including last week they beat Chichester City 8-1 8-1 no uh, less so they suddenly have found their feet these teams though uh, I'm not familiar with Chichester City or Crawley Wasps I'm I'm gathering are these associated to other league clubs or are they standalone women's clubs or what I don't don't... well most clubs will be associated to a league because otherwise they're not playing against anybody else which doesn't really make them a football team no Um, no no no. he means he means are they associated to league clubs in terms of that's actual football clubs oh, in the men's game. I knew what of, you meant, Justin. Yeah, thank Sorry, you. don't, that's, don't that's jump weird. down his throat, Peter, for a that perfectly reasonable question. Yeah, That is fair enough. Well, for example, welcome. Coventry United, <laughs> Coventry United, who we played last game of last season, are not affiliated to Coventry City because depending on what the situation is in various towns, they don't necessarily all affiliate to a club. There are, uh, I'm trying to think who else is in, in the league. So, for example, Billericay Town that we played last time when you guys went down are a non-league side. Uh, they have Jamie O'Hara involved, but you shouldn't hold that completely Ooh. against them. Um, there, there, <laughs> yeah. There's other there's other clubs like uh, London Bees, um, London City FC, who aren't affiliated to men's clubs. Obviously, if you can be affiliated to to, you know, to to a men's club, you have the bonus of being able to potentially lean on the club for some of the facilities. So if you see any of the training videos, and Justin, I know you love training videos involving uh, the women's um, team, mm. they're, they're, they're forever... Knee slides! Time. <laughs> not, not on an astroturf, you wouldn't. I'd take your bloody knees off. <laughs> so anyway, they they uh, probably have had a couple of good results. So I mean, one of one of the games they played was against Norwich City, who who we bounced seven one, but they've beaten them four one. So they are doing, you know, they've had some some decent results. We played Gillingham first game of the season. We beat them three two. Crawley Wasps have got one one against them, and they weren't a bad side, I have to say. So. It will be interesting. They will be capable of doing something, but in the league, they're not doing well. But this is in a cup game, and they're doing well in the cups. Maybe the pressure coming off them might help. So we shall see. But if you want to get down to, uh, if you want to get down to Grosvenor Vale, one o'clock kickoff on Sunday, um, you can uh, you, you can see us there looning around and me trying to basically stuff my ass through a trap door up a ladder. That'll yeah. be fun. 
Yeah, that... I can't wait for that bit. That's the that's the prize. That's yeah. the reason I will drag my sorry ass out uh, to get that. Yeah, that, that, that. That is that is parental guidance. Watching that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, just have the fire brigade on standby. That's all I'm saying. I think. Uh... <laughs> please, let, please. <laughs> if there is a god, please let the fire brigade be called, and they have to stop the game while Peter is cut from it's the. Not, I don't from... think it's the. I don't think it's the aperture of the hatch that's the problem. I think no, it's no, that ladder. I, I, I think the, it's the ladder. ladder. You, I think it? it's the ladder that worries me. It's not fixed to anything. It doesn't look safe at all. Oh, well, we'll it's... find out. We'll find out. I mean, on it's, Sunday, it's, it's going to be whatever happens. It's going to be brilliant. I, I don't I... want to see anybody seeing my arse and using the word aperture at any point. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, in addition to the women's team, which we will be, you know, fucking up the commentary on this coming Sunday, will be. <laughs> um, I also last Friday because I took a day off. I went along and watched the under twenty one side, and they were playing West Brom in uh, it was uh, the Premier League Cup, as they call it, which is ironic because we're not in the Premier League. But the the, the under twenty ones and the under eighteens. Um, if you remember last year, it was under twenty threes and under nineteens, and they've taken a step down so that they're trying to take the uh, Richard uh, Johnson and Jimmy Gilligan are trying to make it younger and therefore more difficult for you know for, for the players to get them develop earlier. So I went, I went along um, to, to watch the under-21s play. Now, the under-21s, because, of course, lots of the first-team, what's the phrase, kind of peripheral squad were in Spain. They were already away, so they weren't there. So it was an extremely young team that was playing, the majority of which also play in the under-18. So they're literally playing three games, uh, you know, kind of uh, three years above themselves, effectively. They haven't had the greatest of seasons. They've had it very hard. But this particular game, they played against West Brom. I kind of tweeted tweeted out the scores and stuff. And they ended up beating a, a West Bromwich Albion under-21 team, which included uh, two players with first-team experience. And they were huge. They were huge. They beat them four three. Uh, went three nil up in the in the in the first half through Adrian Blake. Now, if you remember the game against Milton Keynes Dons, and most people will have tried to put it out of their brain, yeah, one the of the highlights of yeah. that was young Adrian Blake coming on. He's the, he's the young dreadlocked uh, lad uh, came on and kind of yeah. lit the place up because he had a go. He was fearless. Well, this, this is the only other game that I've seen him in. And he, you can see, and he, the reports are that he can kind of go in and out of games, and I can kind of see that. But when it all came to him, he finished a first half hat trick as good as I've seen anybody play. Um, and suddenly, rumours and reports are out about saying, "Oh, well, we're going to try and offer him a, a, a contract and what have you." Well, a lot of these lads are turning eighteen this season, so they need to have a, a contract offered to them to, to stay on. And it looks like Adrian Blake will get get the opportunity there. There was also. And I did have a go. Now you say about you know trying to make it interesting. I did have a go at doing some commentary, just just for myself going through it, which was rather hard because Watford had about four trialists. So it was trialist. Tri- trialist plays the ball to trialist, who turns in turn to trialist. Trialist scored Watford's fourth goal. Trialist number nine, as I called him. Trialist number nine was rather good. Played with his back to goal, um, and and kind of linked up. Play you know reasonably well. Trialist number eight, who was in the central midfield, looked a really good player, really tidy. He had uh, a very left-sided, but uh, not not in the uh, KMB sense of the word. His passing range was really superb, and he really kind of made things tick. And then you had a number of players across across the back who did did you know very good work against a a seasoned uh, forward line. And uh, one of the one of the, f- the final ones was a lad called Jack Greaves, who was 
on the bench against Everton. Um, and if you remember when we played Everton last year and we all went, yippee, we've got nil-nil. Um, and the one the one negative we said was it would have been nice if Roy Hodgson would have brought on some of the young lads. He would have been one that I'd have loved to have seen. And and he played, he's normally a striker, but he played, because we're playing a 4-2-3-1, you'll tend to mirror what the first team are doing. He was playing in the hole. Um, and he had a real kind of self-sacrificing game, but, but did but did very well with it. Uh, another lad in the middle coin. So no, it, we, we've seen a lot of stuff on the tweet saying there is no academy because the results haven't been, you know, haven't been great. You know, if you go back to the start of the the month, the under 23s lost six nil and then five nil because they were going up against players who were a step above and who were two or three years senior to them, a senior player, uh, senior player. We haven't got that. So it's going to be, they're going to have to go through a stiff learning curve but uh, it was interesting going down to Kings Langley to the Orbital Fasteners uh, Stadium and having a watch. And I can say I think there is there are some there's some bits and bobs there that we can we can do things with. I think one of the lads who came on has then been put out to uh, on loan to Hitch in Town uh, this last week, Adam Ayo, and he came on for about the last twenty. You know, w- w- was was a useful sort of forward slash slash wide player. And uh, so no no no, it's going to be interesting, and we want to we want to have a little bit more look at what's going on beneath the first team as well. Excellent, excellent. So um, I suppose at some point we'll know what's happening with Adrian Blake, whether he's going to be signed or not, because that's been something that's been talked about, hasn't it, this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and also, um, obviously, the transfer window is going to open soon. Do we think we're going to keep our star players during the transfer window? Saar has a good World Cup. Do you think he's going to stay or do you think we're going to see him go? I, I personally think that unless it is a stupid offer, they will try and keep that, that team together as much as possible um sorry to be fair I'll, I'll give me chief from what i've seen of him and i have i have gone out my way to watch him he's had a good world cup you know he's on a couple of goals now yeah yes, um, yeah 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 looks you know looks like the player that we want that we just rarely see but yeah i i, I honestly and, and truly believe that january is not a, a month to fear for, for watford in terms of outgoings i'm more interested to see what happens coming in in, in january so 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 here's a curveball for you is a curve. Oh fight. no, no, Justin. Is not 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 on well, a Wednesday evening. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Is Kalu better than Saar? Yes, you're saying yes, Peter. No, I'm saying I'm I'm saying Peter Remnant. No, no, that well, I can qualify it for you, but we'll come back to using the phrase "game of moments" again. You know, or "player of moments." The problem is, is that he doesn't do it enough. What we've got with Kalu is somebody who can come on with ten or fifteen or twenty minutes to go and affect the game and make a difference and come in and make an impact. When he started, he kind of tends to not have those moments. I think you know, I, I, I no, no, he's not. Now, the, the question is, will we keep him? Um, and, you know, the, the other question is, if he does go, what do we do with the money? Well, literally in the last few hours, it's been confirmed by the excellent Andrew French um, that uh, a guy called uh, Ben Manger, who I mistakenly called Ben Mange on a tweet, and he called me out for it. Well <laughs> done. Well done, well done, Mr. French. He was having none of that shoddiness. I like that. I like that. He said, he's got no skin complaints. I don't know what you're talking about. So, no, not Ben, yeah. not ben Mange. I ben did Manger. see that. That's funny, yeah. I did see Mange. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Manger, for anybody who isn't aware, probably most people will know, he's been a technical director at Eintracht Frankfurt for the last few years. Um, there was a piece put up, and I went kind of studiously went through Google Translate trying to get it, as did, did a few others. And it's kind of interesting. He is really well regarded there. They they had the, the nickname, one of his nicknames was the Pearl Diver, which which sounds euphemistic, but it's oh, yes. which is good. Well, I mean, I don't know, it may be euphemistic, but it's carried into the football arena. 
Ben and his pearls. Let's talk about that. He has basically <laughs> been able to bring in a number of very, very good players into Eintracht Frankfurt, who last year, of course, won the um, Europa League. I still want to call it UEFA Cup, let's be honest. And he's done he's done really well. He brought in a whole host of players. And one of the quotes that was uh, put up in, in Andrew's piece, which was quite good, was uh, there was Bobic, who used to play for the German national team. He was quoted as, as pointing out that this this goes back a, a few years here, was that they said the last 11 players we have spent £46 million on and we have sold Haller to West Ham. So that dates it two odd years ago. Uh for more than that, you know, he, you know, here is somebody who can bring in players, get them into a setup, allow them to flourish, and then sell them on. You know, it's part of this part of the network. That, of course, is an absolute replica of what Mr. Gino, <laughs> Mr. Gino wants to do. Wants to do. Bring them in, wants identify do, yeah. them, bring them in. The the earlier report mentioned that this pearl diver Ben Manga is is an old fashioned scout kind of in, uh, executive. Wants- he gets wants to around see football, the doesn't he? He, goes, he, he wants to, to see them yeah. absolutely, and it's yeah. it's interesting because people talk about data, and there's there's now a flurry of data analysts um, all over football, as they are all over business to try and you know thinking that the truth is in the data, and they're not wrong. It makes absolute sense for me to be what I would call data led rather than data driven, because you want to identify who you want to go and look at from the data. Makes sense, you know. <laughs> even is even if you are talking about football manager, which many clubs use as a first as a first pass but then you've got you've got to go and have a look you've got to go and see them you've got to have a network in the countries and decide who you're going to put your you know who you're going to put your chips on and this is where this guy seems to excel so that will be interesting of course the news that uh, mr giretta is still to be retained i saw this um, yes this this may be and if you do recall we did we did once discuss this and we did say uh if we were going to get rid of him carlos was very upset because of christmas trees and i did suggest that he could be head of christmas trees for december what day is it tomorrow first mm. of december just saying yeah um yeah. you know it's the season I'm expecting of the christmas tree. A calendar to come out you know like an advent calendar with with different poses of of, of him and you know on each each day of him, up to of him or his good lady covered well, in butterflies. I, I mean, I, I've got to be honest. I, I do have a preference, but I, yes. you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or maybe there'll just be a different butterfly behind every Peter, window. Peter looks like he's just eating a wasp, as I said well, that. On Advent, isn't an Advent calendar supposed to have like chocolate in it, in the shape? I mean, mm. are you after? Yes, of, of, are, you, like, are you after kind of chocolate representations of Mrs. Yoretta? Is this what you're saying? <laughs> well, why not? Yeah, it's a limited yeah. market. But you never yeah, know. Yeah, um, you niche, niche, niche. The, uh, we would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Coming to the Hornet yes. shop tomorrow, selling two. Yes. One to Mr. Gioretta, <laughs> one to Carl. This is why I'm not in charge of uh, things like, uh, oh, God, what's the word? <laughs> Going to have to edit this Merchandise, now. perhaps. Oh. Is that the merchandise, word? Merchandise, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it in. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm this is why I'm not in charge of merchandise. Thank you. I, I want I want chocolate versions of Mrs. Gioretta. I don't quite know where niche begins and fetish ends, but I think it's oh, somewhere near. I, I stare, it's not a fetish, I can assure you. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, Mr. Gioretta, obviously head of uh, <laughs> head of social media, not, not. He's, he's apparently being retained, and his role is going to be making sure that Slav and Billich is <laughs> making the tea. Well. It, <laughs> <laughs> People have said, is he going to be basically kind of putting the cones out? Which I, I don't think is going to be the case, but he's going to be making sure that those Dave people do makes a nice have cup of the tea, right colours. By the way. Does he? Dave Messenger makes a lovely cup of tea. Lovely cup of tea. You know you've made it in life when Dave Messenger makes you a cup of tea, ladies and gents. Either that or you're in big trouble, one of the two. Anyway, Ben, ben Manga. So, welcome, Ben. We're very pleased that somebody is here to look after um, uh, 
both, both recruitment and scouting. There are also suggestions that he could be bringing in some some of his scouting network from Eintracht Frankfurt. Now, we have said in the past that we weren't necessarily seeing a lot of the the best, shall we say, from the Udinese Pozzo traditional scouting network. This may be an acceptance that, you know, there are it needs rebuilding. Um, so fingers crossed. Let's hope so. Excellent. Definitely. Excellent. Good. Well, it's got to be good news, I think. It sounds like good news. Also, Julian Dix is coming over to... I, I um, love the sound of that. I love I love Julian Dix. You love the sound of Dix coming over, do you? Good. Yeah, good. I That's love good the sound of Dix coming over. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he's looking forward to opening the, th- the third of December and seeing what pops out there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's let's oh, move on. Yeah. Welcome let's to December's on. theme. Let's move on. Bit of blue. Bit of blue for adults. Bit of blue, blue and vulgarity linked to Bits advent blue. calendars. Poor old, poor old Wayne Lowther's going to explode. Oh my God! They're, they're now soiling the nativity. Hi, this is Tommy Mooney. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So a big thank you to our patrons who are Uncle Ron, Kevin Crayman, John Thakanadi, Bofsky, Malcolm Williams, Greg Fika, Jason Rose, Michael Abrahams, Ian Bacon, Ken Green, Nick Newland, and PDF. <laughs> Dear, <laughs> I think we should go. <laughs> Thanks very well, much, Roger. <laughs> yeah, on that bombshell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're going to go our separate ways now, and uh, Carl's going to open another no, bottle of now. piss. Oh, 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 hang on, I've run yes, out. Breaking we news: go, We are recording some more World versus Carl's, and a special bonus, special sort of world, sort of Carl. Have you thought I, how you're going to do I, this I, yet? Right, because... I have. I have a suggestion that I would like to float amongst us. Mm. Are I you ready? I hate the word float when you use <laughs> it. It's the way I say it. <laughs> may I, may float. I float? I'm going, yes, may I float? Um, so I think I should get to pick a champion to represent Carl. The Ooh. other represents the world. Ooh, Justin went. Well, Justin went. Hang on. No, no. Justin I, went, I hadn't thought mm. of that. I hadn't thought of that because I, I thought it was going to be you versus Dave versus not, Colin. Not the. Oh, what the three? Well, yeah, and I thought, how's that going to work with only set A or set B? Well, well B, we, we, a, we B, and C. A set C. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's staying in. That is. <laughs> Well, I, I still oh, couldn't see how it was going to work, but I suppose you're right, yeah, actually. A and listen, B. listen, yeah, no listen, listen, how can we make this bigger? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's going to be 33% bigger or whatever. That's fine. Um, so there's that option, or I was going to say, if not, then I get to pick a champion, like a gladiator, to represent me. No, I think gonna, there's three are questions. Are you going to give him like a scarf to have over his kind of, you know, jousting stick and stuff? Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah. say jousting stick on a podcast, Peter. It's illegal. Oh, no, you have to bank all those words. Don't you? You, watch <laughs> Sorry, a lot, you watch a lot of YouTube. Have you notice they don't put certain words in, even when they're talking like, if they're talking about cocktail sticks, they'll go, you know, and with that, you put in that tail stick. And you go, why? Because apparently you can all be why? demonetized. Because you can't say the word cock. Yeah, yeah. male chicken. Oh, uh, uh, well, apparently so. Really? Yeah, apparently oh, I think so. We should do, I, I think we should have a go at that now. Well, if you can. But seeing as we've just become monetized on YouTube, I think that's a particularly bad idea. 
actually. Uh, <laughs> let's, yes, not let's, not let's not do that. Let's not do that. There is that. I have no idea how I how I actually claim any money, though, because I haven't given any bank details. Well, thank you very much for watching. It's been lovely having your company once again. Make sure you check out our Patreon and also check out our normal podcast if you haven't listened to us before. They're everywhere you can get your podcast. They're on Apple, they're on Spotify, you name it, we're there. So check those out. In the meantime, look after yourselves. We'll be back soon. You ones. You ones. You ones. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.